Ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. You're making me nervous. All right, go. I'm just not going to look at you. Hard. Just let me say it. Like, let me do a lot of them and then we can pick. Okay. Okay. Don't look at me. The trauma bond pod. <laughs> this is your fault. <laughs> the trauma bond podcast with Chaz and Nicole. was worse <laughs> i don't know why i'm so ghostly it's because it's the winter yeah, it's because you're pale as fuck i'm white hashtag white people problems you're a white <laughs> i'm sorry i mean i guess you have that over me you just have beautiful you know darker skin than me and you look better on camera i look like a pale casper the friendly ghost and you know i'm not a lighting guy so i don't really know all the tricks of the trade but i tried my best Maybe I'll like reach out to some Instagram influencers and be Sean like, how do you? Sean probably knows. You know, Sean does professional videography. I should just ask him, like, how do I balance how pale Nicole is and how pale I'm not? I mean, I guess I could get a bronzer. It's not going to look natural. It'll be weird. <laughs> just like bronze my face? Yeah. I think maybe we need to just maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Put me in a tanning bed? I don't know. No. That could cause cancer, though, and you wouldn't want me to. It might end up looking fine once it's all said and done, just like the way I was looking at it on the computer. It did It did not look fine. All right, guys. So we're back again. Okay, yeah. but this time <laughs> it's serious, okay? Because I was thinking about it over the last week because I've been – oh, I'm sniffly. I've been thinking about it because I've been listening to old podcasts of ours, and I was – thinking almost too much you've been listening to a lot of old podcasts because i like to see the growth that we've had okay and in our relationship or in this podcast both and you know that's a great update as well you know like this relationship has been pretty solid lately you know we haven't been fighting as much because we finally just came to the peace of we just don't care we yeah, don't we are not fighting because we're just unbothered now it's just i think that's what happens in a relationship i think you just re reach a point that's how you become like happy quote unquote in your relationship so you just like the shit that used to bother you you're like i don't but i don't just i don't care i was talking to my sister about it one time and you know especially in the beginning of our relationship and she's been with her guy for you know her fiance for a long time don't and i was say. like you just don't care about this kind of stuff she's like i used to for sure in the beginning and now i just don't care like you want to cheat on me you want to fuck around go for it i don't care and i was like you know in the moment i was like that's crazy i will kill chaz but yeah. now i'm like I think I finally reached your euf euphoria of I if just, it happens, it happens. I don't if it care. Doesn't, yeah, you know, I'm good either way. Same. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we stay together, great. If we don't, I mean, not as great, but I'll be fine. Yeah, me life too. goes on. Me too, and like we haven't really been spending as much time together lately because we've both been oh, except for this week. Oh, I know. God, but. <laughs> You know, you've been working a lot. I've been working a lot. We've both got a lot going on, and it's been fine. I'm not as needy as I once was. Like, I miss you. Yeah, that's very true. Because I don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's rude. I was just kidding. 
But yeah, we have been spending a lot of time this week. My car broke down. That was super fun. So it's in the shop and I was supposed to get it back yesterday. They called, nope, not ready. Oh, okay. When's it going to be ready? Tomorrow. Okay. So today I'm like, okay guys, where, where is it at? Is it ready? Nope. We'll call you in a couple hours. Never heard anything. So I called them and then he sounded annoyed with me. Like, heaven forbid I call for an update. Yeah, you're probably calling every hour or so, no, though. And he's I, like, all right, bitch. Like, I will get your car when I get he, your car. I called him at 2, and he was like, we're working on it right now. It should be ready in a couple hours. I called him at 4.30 because I was trying to get a ride to my car. Because you were like, a couple hours means two hours. And, mm-hmm. like, where is my car? And he was like, we haven't done the computer to reset the sensors and this and that. And no. I'll call you back. It is now 6.48. Still haven't received a call. So, I mean, I've accepted that it's not going to be today, but... Yeah, even if it was today, we're not going there yeah, today. Yeah, but it's just, you know, let's, you you don't realize how bad your life is when you don't have a car. I don't like feeling dependent on other people. Yeah, and of course it happens on the week that, like, it's our short week together and your long week with your kids. And I'm like, great. So, like, it couldn't happen on a week where it's like you're already here for several days anyway because then that would have worked out fine i would like just take my car to work i'm not going anywhere i just have to be able to get michaela but yeah. nope you gotta get your kids to school get your kids from school pick up supplies yeah it was a whole lot your kids snack a lot i don't have <laughs> enough snacks here that's okay i went home and got snacks yeah but yeah it's just it was you know cars just have no they have no compassion for their owners yeah okay I posted a meme not that long ago and it was like, just when things are going good in my life, my car is like, let me fuck some shit up or something along those lines. I know. And it happens almost always. Yeah. And well, that's what I was just thinking because I was like, oh, I get paid on Friday. I've been doing my budgeting and I was like, Friday is going to be good. Like when I pay all my bills this I'll still have some left. I'll have a, like, I can put a good chunk in savings. Like we're going to start building this up, you know? Yeah. Wrong. Car payment or car is broken. You have to pay to fix it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's been tough. It's unfortunate. It's been tough on both of us. <laughs> yeah, and then I don't I don't like driving your car because I'm like, if I do anything wrong in here, I'm going to die. Yeah, if the accident doesn't kill you, I will. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, at least I'm on your insurance. That's true. So that was convenient. Otherwise, I'd be like, I don't think I want to drive your car. Yeah. Yeah. You are covered in that car. So anything you do is the same as you doing it in your car or me doing it. It's like we're married. All right, don't take it that far. It's not like we're married. It is. It's like I'm more committed to this relationship than you are because I have you on my insurance. Or I'm just as committed because I allowed you to let me on your insurance. That's not what (laughs) you didn't allow me to do shit. I'm poor and I couldn't afford my own. Yeah, that's what really happened. I know. I need to start shopping around again and see if I can get some quotes. Yeah. But yeah, insurance is killer right now. I was talking to people at work. There's a bunch of people whose insurance rates just spiked randomly and i was like it's because of the accidents in your area like that gets configured into your payment and people are idiots lately lately especially in georgia i was watching the news the other night that's a dangerous thought of you watching the news i know well and it was here i'm pretty sure because i don't yeah it was here i think i don't remember but you fell asleep and we were and it just defaulted to news i don't remember why i was watching it it was here though and they were talking about how there's been so many people and so many accidents over the last two years but even more so in the last couple of months of people driving on the wrong side of the road on purpose to cause accidents oh yeah remember we were talking about that because it was happening on 316 yeah and so that was when i first started hearing about it It was a few weeks ago when it happened on 316 but then it happened again this past week and i was like 
people are actually doing this on purpose. It's obviously That's crazy. It's it's almost like within our country, it's terrorist attacks almost because yeah. it's they're doing it on purpose and they don't give a shit if they die. They're just fucking up. Like it's like. If you want to die, go die on your own. Run into a tree. Don't take out other people. Yeah, run into a tree, light pole, drive off the side of the road into like a ditch or even like uh, Drink some bleach. Water. Do it the old-fashioned way. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of different things you can do other than the driving into other people. That's just I'll rude. hand you a rope. Like, do not hurt civilians for no yeah. for your own gain or for your own Put a death. bullet right in your brain. Well, and a car accident doesn't ensure that you're going to die. So why are exactly. you doing it? Yeah, that's so, one of the ways that it's like you're probably not going to die. Right. And so I was watching the news and I was listening to this story and it showed a picture of this. It was like a four or five car pileup of an accident for a driver on the wrong side of the road. And it just like put this pit in my stomach. And I was like, this is such a scary world. Yeah. And I don't like it. What can I do to get out of it? Drive on the wrong side of the road? Like, What can you do to get out of this, ro- this world? Yes. Or like, oh, uh, <laughs> you can kill yourself. It's so scary. I mean, between that and the gun violence and, you know, just all this craziness right it's now. It's almost like the start of a zombie apocalypse. No. You know, people start losing their minds a little bit. And there's been plenty of movies where people start like, you know, the infection is spreading and people are running, driving. No, what was that movie where people were turning on other people? It was the one that's like, if you look into the sun the or no, <laughs> all right, whatever. I'll look it up. Well, and no, it's, it's honestly, you know, for any biblical people out there, it's, I think it's the start of the end of the world. Yeah. People are losing their fucking minds. And that's what it says. I mean, I was talking to my mom about it the other day. That's what it says in the Bible that like these natural disasters and like people turning on each other, like all this stuff is going to start happening. How far has this podcast come that now we're quoting the Bible? Sorry, guys, we don't talk about, you know, like killing babies and, you know, race anymore. We just talk about biblical scripture. Just about Jesus and the role he plays in our lives. While we were on our hiatus, we <laughs> we turned, found Jesus. We turned to the Lord. It, it turned out he wasn't lost, but we found him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had a, a spiritual awakening. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sorry, but this is now called the God Podcast. <laughs> Most people would assume that you would have had a sexual awakening, but instead it was a spiritual. No, nope, my sexual awakening went down. And yeah, my... quite honestly, it did. And I, I don't really appreciate that. <laughs> I don't know. I just. So because we, you we turn... don't need it. Is, we... it. is it because you turned 30? No, I just. Are you sure it's not because you yeah. turned 30? I think it might be. I mean, we don't need to get into it on the podcast. I just yeah, think I, I think... just kind of gave up. Like... Wow. Okay. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, my, my sexual went down. My spiritual went up. Half of that is true. So when, you know, when the end of the world comes, this this lady's going up to the heavens. Maybe. I don't know. I still say some really shitty things. You say some, but I would say you say a lot of really shitty things. That's debatable. Yeah. I'm right. You're wrong. But yeah. Do you hear my stomach? That was your stomach? Yes. I thought your phone vibrated or something. Oh. Jesus. Oh, no. Um, but yeah. But yeah, it's it's a scary world that we live in. And, you know, speaking of scary worlds, world, there's only one world. No, there's multiple worlds. We just live in one. (laughs) I was listening to our old podcast and I heard the one where I was like, I'm going to start watching documentaries. And I was like, I should watch one before the next podcast so that I can have some knowledge. Is that why you chose to watch a documentary yesterday? Because you had recently heard that you made that promise and I called you out on lying per usual? Yes. Yeah. So I watched a documentary and it was on, um, you know, uh organs like buying organs on the black market yeah. and you know what i learned i learned that it's it's happening and it's not good 
that's wow. What a review. You know what I was thinking when I was watching it though? So it was, it's called Trafficked. There's this blonde lady that goes and does these reporting stories on all these different things. And she somehow convinces these bad people to meet with her and speak on the subject. And, but they put, they wear like a, like a mask around their nose and their mouth and sunglasses, but the cameraman is a real asshole because these guys are coming and talking to you about things that are highly illegal and you are doing your best to give them away. Like they're zooming in on the side of their face so you can see their eyeballs. Like yeah. you could probably recognize a person if that's who you know you're looking for. They're zooming in on their hands, on their wedding rings. I'm like, are we doing this on purpose? I would imagine that they're 100% doing it on purpose because they're like, oh, we will hide your face. But then really they're like, you need to be not doing this. Well, and then so I was watching this and... Um, Remind I mean, me, cameraman, because I had a funny transition, but continue. <laughs> so I'm watching this and, you know, people are buying organs on the black market and they, you know, they get a lot of money. But the, the scary side of it is people are being killed to get their organs for yeah. people to sell. Like Harvesting that's the part said organs. That's the part that's sad. Yeah. Or you'll go thinking that you're going for like a surgery or something and really they're just taking your organs mm -hmm. or you're meeting some hot girl for a date and really she's just going to, you know kill you and take your organs yeah and i mean they're making this one guy he needed um a pancreas okay and you can take a part of someone's pancreas like i could have some of yours and you would still be okay i just yeah. need a little i just need to borrow it for a little bit and then but he had a pancreas and she asked him if like how much did you pay for it and he just wouldn't really give her an answer but then finally he admitted that it was over five hundred thousand. she was like you play you paid over half a million to to live i mean if you got it and so then she asked him, would, if you knew that the person you got the pancreas from was going to die to give you this pancreas, would you still take it? And he didn't have an answer. And I was like, that is wild. Like, it's one yeah. thing. He's like, die how? Like, die of natural causes? Or like, did I know he was going to get murdered so I can get this pancreas? But then it's like, you know. What kind of life was he living? Like, was he a piece of shit? Is the world better off without him? I mean, those are all fair questions. But then the girl, the lady conducting the interview was saying, you know, how. Because he said, if it was your life and, or someone you loved, a child or something, and you knew that it, you had the money and you knew you could go to the black market and buy whatever organ your child yeah. or whoever needed, because you can be on the organ list for up to seven years. I know. And he was like, would you do it? And she was like, I can't answer that because I'm never like, I'm, I'm not ever going or I haven't been in that position. So you don't know. But I was thinking about it and I was like, what would I do if it was me, myself and I, I, I don't know that I would be OK taking an organ from someone that I knew died on purpose. Like if yeah. they died of natural causes and I could buy an organ from them on the black market, but I knew they kind of died of natural causes. It was just, they like took it out illegally, whatever. Yeah. I would probably do it if I had the money, but if I had to, if I knew that person was getting murdered just so I could have their kidney or something, no, I don't think I would. But if it was my kids, I don't know. Cause they're if little. If they murdered your kids? No. If oh. my kids needed the organ, <laughs> would I, would I, let allow somebody else like you're an adult you know like you've already lived you've lived some yeah like you know, give I don't it know to my baby how good of a life you've had but you've lived some i actually recently just the other day was talking to my mom about this i don't know how true this part is but i haven't looked it up but she was saying that there was a um new policy let's call it where if you were convicted of a crime and you got let's say 40 years in prison mm -hmm. 
that if you donated an organ, you could drop off 20 to 25 years off your sentence. Now, huh. granted, these are non-vital organs, obviously, because if you give your heart, your heart, then, you know, <laughs> your kaputs. Honestly, though, you did drop off some of your sentence because now you're dead and you don't have to serve that time. <laughs> you dropped off all your sentence. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. One and done. Yeah. But in that situation, I was like, uh, if they're given the choice to donate their organ or organs to drop off time off their sentence and they decide they want to, I think that's fair. I don't think that that's like necessarily a uh, like a bad thing. Well, and that could be a life-changing thing for them, too. It would be a life-changing thing for several people. Right. <laughs> What's it called um, when you're in prison and they, like, have you play with the dogs? Like, it's called your not, like, recovery. Rehabilitation. Rehabilitation. Like, yep. that might be a nice way to rehabilitate. Yeah, because you were, I mean, whether you think about it or not, you were. You're saving a you're life. You're saving a life. Especially and they're becoming part of you. Like, you're, if you are went to jail for murder or something yes. and then you donate, like, you killed someone, but then well, you saved someone. It's it would like have to be manslaughter because murderers get the death penalty or life. So... <laughs> But, yeah, it was, you know, it was a very interesting documentary. I learned so much. I'm going to continue watching this series. Well, because then I started. Where are you at on it? Well, so each episode is different. Oh. So the next episode, I watched about half of it last night while I was putting Audrey to sleep, and it was on LSD. And I have to tell you. You think that LSD would be fun? It looks kind of fun. Yeah. That's how they get you. It was funny because <laughs> this part was just really, you know, related with me. But they were in Canada, apparently in British Columbia. It's highly going on over there. Yeah. And so she interviewed a drug dealer and he was talking to her and I'm listening to him talk. And I was like, do I sound like that? Like, Yes, that is exactly what you sound like. I was like, oh, my like. God, he sounds stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say foreign A. <laughs> And he's talking, and I was like, oh, my God, he does say words funny. I know. <laughs> and that's exactly what you sound like. But it's – um, but, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't even finish. know that people still did LSD. It's huge. And then she went to an Ungrateful Dead con- – like, it's, it's not Ungrateful Dead. Grateful Dead? It's just the Grateful Dead. <laughs> I mean, I think they should be ungrateful. I mean, I think – They died. Most – yeah. Well, she went to a Grateful Dead – party what is it called a, like, like a rave no it was on a, in a field like a show what are, what are those called like a, a music festival? festival thank you yeah i don't oh know oh my god i'm so that sheltered canadian brain is just not firing today <laughs> but she went to a festival and she, he she asked one of the guys who had a vendor they were selling edibles all sorts of stuff and she's like how easy is it to get lsd here he was like I can literally like there's it's someone right, right there yeah. there's someone right there there's some and it's like these tiny little pieces of paper yeah that's how get, most acid is. And I was like watching. It just dissolves on your tongue or under your tongue. And I was watching the history of it. And, you know, it was very popular back in the 60s. Yeah, the military was trying to get it for mind control. Yes. And yeah. I, I learned that, babe. See, we, we can have a conversation now. <laughs> and they said that really the turning point for LSD was Charles Manson. Yeah. Because he was so, so fucking crazy. And dude was a maniac, yeah. And that was kind of the turning point where they were like, all right, guys, we've partied enough. We're going to take it away. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's still very common. Yeah. I, I know that people still do acid, but I know that people specifically still did LSD. And I mean, it's such, it's pretty. <laughs> it's such a pretty piece of paper. Like, it literally looks like a piece of scrapbook paper. Like, I don't yeah. know how... If I was driving down the road and I had it in my front seat and I got pulled over, I don't even know how you, somebody would know that that's LSD. And it's it's 
it's so easy to make. It's not easy to make the the concentrate, like the yeah. actual drug. But once you have a little bottle of it, a bottle lasts forever. Like it is a very profitable. Oh yeah, drug. you can't. Well, you just do one, little drops. Yeah, micro dosing for one. Yeah, but yes. I just I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I was like, well, where do we get some? <laughs> if you want acid, I can get acid, but I wouldn't recommend it. I just I was kidding. well. I don't want it. Also remember that when we went out and my cousin had to leave, that was because of acid. Yeah, so. <laughs> I just not your cousin. No, <laughs> but I I don't know. I it's one of those things where I always have I've always been scared to try drugs, especially trippy stuff like that, yeah. because you don't know what kind of trip you're gonna have. Well, that's why you're supposed to do it supervised. You should never do any sort of psychedelic hallucinogen by yourself that's insane you're gonna kill yourself <laughs> like a hundred percent you're gonna die so you and i couldn't do it together one of us would have to be sober all right michaela can you yeah. supervise <laughs> because you can't draw the line between like what's real and what's not and so you think these things are really happening mm -hmm. and someone has to keep you like grounded so that you're not jumping off of a building thinking you can fly i mean that was i guess the closest i've ever done to it was that um What's it called? It was called salvia, but what is that called? Oh, Hiawasa? No, it's like, um, you could buy it at like Starship and stuff. Oh, yeah, because it was what that synthetic. Synthetic. Yeah. God, I I just have so much knowledge from this documentary <laughs> in my brain that I'm forgetting real words, you know? Okay. I just, I'm trying to like keep all of that in here because I have memory loss since I turned 30. Yeah, salvia was that one time that I thought it was uh, a paint can or some weird yeah. It was very short though. It didn't last very but long. But did you at all. did you drool? Yeah. Oh god. I mean, I'm already yeah. a spinning person. Yeah. <laughs> so doing that and I I in my mind Which I is was, probably how it gets its name. Salivate. Yeah. Salvia. Clever. They are clever little <laughs> minxes. So anyways, minx? Minxes? I think it's minx. I think that's like the plural. Like gooses? <laughs> so I don't think it's gooses. <laughs> Mooses? <laughs> Meese. Meese. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I remember I did it and I just like, was like oh, curled over, just drooling, drooling, drooling. Yeah. And then probably I, enough to drown yourself with the way you drool. I know. I mean, I drool when I wash dishes, when I talk, when I you sleep, breathe, like you're just always, you're a very spitty person. I know. And now your daughter has it, which is hilarious. <laughs> and, um, in my mind, my body was doing cartwheels and every time we finished a cartwheel, my body like sliced in half and regenerated the new body. And then I did another cartwheel. It was so Weird. Yeah, sounds but fun. it only lasted for a few minutes. It was short. But in your yeah. mind, it, it felt seems like very long. Yeah. But yeah. But like this has been hours and it's like, it's been exactly three minutes. And I did that one time. I was like 16. Yeah, but you idiotic. can't, the synthetic shit, like that's not good for you. I mean, you know, drugs aren't As good for you anyway. As opposed to LSD, that's actually really healthy. <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit better than the synthetic shit. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's the thing that's funny about synthetic stuff is they get... um placed in stores and you can buy them over the counter at yeah. these, you know, stores, vape shops, wherever. And they're only on the market for a very short span of time until somebody is like, absolutely not. Yeah. Well, they end up, um, killing people. Well, no, <laughs> they end up finding like one active ingredient and then they'll blacklist that ingredient. So they can't make any more. And then they'll come out with another active ingredient. That's not blacklisted. That gives you the same sort of thing. And they just keep doing that. That's what happened with four locos. Mm -hmm. Same sort of thing fucking four logos <laughs> I, I just, it makes me sick just to think about them but yeah so that is my documentary teachings you're welcome everyone lsd is hip again i don't 
I don't know if we can even say again. I don't know that it ever fully died off. You know, it sounds like it was thriving the entire time. Oh, and one more thing about the organs, you know, just so I can spit knowledge. Yeah. Um, it's Americans are the biggest people who buy them. That is not surprising. I know it's shocking, America. That would have been my first guess by a long shot. And it's because Americans have more money than these third world countries. I would have guessed America and then probably China. Yeah, I'm I'm just floored. I'm just so disappointed in you guys, America. Oh, so we were talking about cameramen. And what it made me think of is how the cameramen on all these trashy TV shows we watch are always filming people fucking all the way up until the moment in which... Someone is penetrated. <laughs> and every time we watch one of these shows, I'm just like, God, cameraman, give them some privacy. They're like, no, this is the good stuff. And and it's like, it's almost like creepy. And like, I'm like, I don't think that we should be watching this. I mean, you know, OnlyFans is such a hit right now. They're trying to get. I guess. It's I like mean, a pre OnlyFans. Yeah. It's like the, the stepping stones to OnlyFans. I don't know. I think the cameramen on these shows are just perverts. Yeah. But a lot of times they do it to the ugly ones. It's almost always the and ugly I'm like, ones. Ew, I don't want to see her nasty naked body or shirt off or ew and these scrawny little jailbirds with their weird tats and yeah, it was skinny the, bodies. The girl that was with Deontay. Mm-hmm. Actually, both girls that were with him. It yeah. was just, ew, ew, stop. I don't want to see it. Yeah. It makes for good TV, though. Does it? You know? I because know. I almost puked. <laughs> That's dramatic. It just, it was really more uncomfortable than anything. I was like, all right. Like, cause you know, they, they, they film it leading up to it. It was like, all right, some shit's about to go down. They're going to leave. But then they don't. <laughs> and they're just sitting there filming in the corner. And they're just like, I want to see how far, how long I can stay in here before, before they say something kicks me out. Yeah. And it's too long. They're like toddlers. They're testing their limits. Yeah. The answer is too long. I mean, to be quite honest, a lot of these people, I know they act like they're like, get out of here. Leave us alone. But they like to be filmed. But they want it to be filmed. Yeah. And then again. They're trying to get a sex tape. It worked out great for Kim Kardashian. Exactly. So. And Farah from Teen Mom. I forgot all about her. Her porn sucked, though. She was not good. So did Kim Kardashian's. I watched both yeah, of them. Yeah, but I guess it was because Kim's, Kim Car- I think, was better because it was it was still kind of a new thing. Now yeah. everybody does porn. Yeah. Not us, but we could. We could if we wanted to. But we don't because, because we we're found Christians. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not the Christian way. No. Or is it? No, it's not. It specifically eh. says in the Bible, in a million years when OnlyFans becomes a thing, don't do it. Don't fall for the trap. The thirst trap. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, anyways, a lot of things have happened since we last, you know, talked to the fans. Please stop talking to people as if they are fans well, i don't even know how many people we have that listen to this podcast because anchor was being fucking weird and the analytics were all weird and it wouldn't let me log in so it's like there could be three people listening at this point although i did run ads and we did gain like a hundred and something followers in the last week on instagram so yeah and i don't that. care even if we you know touch the souls of three people i am okay with that what do you a covid vaccine <laughs> Or a pedophile. I don't know. Oh, gross. <laughs> don't worry, you three fans. If you're on the if you're teetering on the edge of just ending it all, I'm here to tell you don't do it. Oh, this is your self help thing. Or now. do, but don't do it on the other side of the freeway. <laughs> yeah, don't be it's one so of those people. Rude. But all yeah. Right. Lots of things have happened. I turned thirty. Big deal. Big deal. Yeah. I'm we older had, and wiser. We had so many. I had so many different plans for your birthday, but I'm glad that we ended up doing what we did. 
Me too. It was the best birthday I've ever had. And oh my gosh, guys, I don't know if you guys know this. If you guys are close to 30, becoming close to 30, if you're 26 and up, just start prepping now for the fact that when you hit 30, like on the day, I tried to tell you, you will not have the same type of hangover that you have when you're 29 and a half or 29 and three quarters or 29 29 and three days. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It, It is such a difference. Like I know we talked about me puking in my suitcase and I was a little hungover, but nothing prepared me for being 30 with a hangover. And that was just a year before. I know. Not even. Not even. Yeah. But I got so drunk on my birthday night. We met these guys at the bar and they were from Poland. Yep. And they just kept buying us drinks and I don't I don't usually fall for peer pressure when it comes to shots. Like I will straight up say no. But it was her birthday. She had already been drinking. <laughs> I had already performed for <laughs> For six people. (laughs) And killed it. I was on a high. Yeah. And they, you know, they were buying us shots and I didn't want to be rude. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just drink them on top of like the five or six beers I already had. Plus we were on vacation. We were here to have a good time in good old Page, Arizona. Well, and then when they made that comment to Chaz and told him that he's so lucky to be with a skinny American. Yeah. I just, it went over, (laughs) it it took, I lost my head. Yeah. I, I was just so excited. It was the greatest thing that anyone has ever in the history of like, Nicole's life said to her. <laughs> but I was like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to drink these shots. They're yeah. very nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think they were trying to get like a, you know, seeking arrangements or what's the. Um, oh, like um, Sugar Dye, Seeking Arrangements. No, not Seeking Arrangements. What was the movie? Indecent Proposal. I don't know what that is. Oh, my God. God, like, what have you done in your Sounds life? Sounds like a very old movie. It Probably wasn't was. even born it yet. It was in the 90s, I think. Yeah. But I have, like a, 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 like, a threshold of movies. If it's, like, lower than 99, 98, I just, I can't do it. It's got to be a very special movie for me. Because it, it's just, you get so used to all the graphics and the picture and everything in these new movies. And it's hard I mean, to go back to the olden days. The olden days, guys, to when I was yeah. a child. I was alive during these olden days. <laughs> yeah, just the wee old days. But yeah, I got very drunk. It was so fun, though. Chaz and I had a great time. We brought we brought in my 30s with a bang, literally. Well, not that night. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> I was about to say. Um, 93, by the way. Yeah, see, I was a year old, too old for me. The, the 30 is my threshold. Same. <laughs> so... So anyways, the next morning I woke up and I mean, I just felt like I got hit by a car. I was so To be fair, I did beat you in your sleep. Or you beat me during our rendezvous. I don't know, but I was just dead. Okay. Honestly, for as much as you drank, that was one of the better drunk experiences with you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a good time. Uh, That time you were a good time. Normally you were not. So anyways whatever. So I woke up, felt like death, and I had such a headache. It was a hangover headache. I usually get a headache when I'm hungover, but not like this. This is like the devil was coming into my body and taking my soul away from me. It was me. Yeah. <laughs> and I, 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 I knew I was going to puke. I was like, I feel it. I'm, I have my, my palms are sweaty. Knees weak, arms are I heavy. It. I allowed you to do it. Yeah. You set that one up. And there was vomit on your sweater already. And so I asked Chaz, I was like, Babe, can you please go to the store and get me some Advil? Because Keep I, in mind, we're in Page, Arizona. There's not a lot here. Right. But I mean, I couldn't function without it. I had such a killer headache. And we had planned on like sightseeing that day, walking yeah. a bunch. So I had to rally because, you know. We only had a certain amount of days. 
Honestly, we had too many days. According to everyone else in Page, Arizona, we were there way too long. I don't care. <laughs> I I still loved all of it. And I had we still, fun. We still we got to we got to see so much. And if we would have cut it down to two full days, like everybody was saying, yeah. We I still don't think unless we were just one hundred percent go 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 go, we wouldn't have been able to do it. So it was nice to. Do something, then just kind of chill, then go to our we home bar. We became the locals. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We, <laughs> we were, were the local the tourists. <laughs> Shout out to that bartender at that Western bar. Yeah. What was his name? Oh, that's embarrassing because we're friends on Facebook. Rick. Rick. I got you, yep. Rick. Came in clutch. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, so I told Chaz, please go get me some Advil. I'm dying, okay? I really just, I needed the Advil for real, but I also just needed him to get the hell out because I was like going to puke my brains out. So I was like, just get out. I tell you, this man has never gone ready so slow in his life. It's not what happened. And he's chit-chatting with me. He's, you're, I don't even remember what you're talking about, but I'm just sitting there like, oh my God, shut up. Like, just get out. I'm about to puke. I wanted to make sure that I had everything that I needed because like I said, we're in the middle of nowhere. I didn't know where I was going. And I wanted to make sure that I didn't have to make multiple trips to get you right. So excuse me. <laughs> I'm just thinking in my head, like, get out. Like, just leave. Oh, my God. I can't hold it in anymore. And then right as, like, as, as you got that last part of your shoe on and you stood up, I was running to the bathroom. Yeah. And I puked my brains out. I know. I heard you. And, and that's what I was trying to yeah, I get don't rid of. Care. I knew that you were going to I care. You remember on my last birthday? I yeah. puked probably on you. <laughs> you did on the floor and I had to clean it. It was gross. Yeah. But I just, it's a very vulnerable state. You know, you don't. I know. I was just in it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But that was your choice. This was your choice. <laughs> it wasn't. How was this? How was that any more you my choice than this me, was your choice? You made me get hammered. I didn't make you do shit. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm peeking my brains out. He's just like, all right, bye. Yeah. And then you left and I showered and then I peeked again. So then I showered again because I had nobody to hold my hair. So I got That's all not my fault. You told me to leave. Okay. You can't it. you can't get me for both things. You gotta pick one. And that bathroom smelled like vomit for the rest of our trip. It surely did. And I don't I didn't I got it all in the toilet and I flushed it. So I really don't know where it could have been. Well, you know, that was an interesting bathroom setup anyway. There was a little window to peek over to the bed from the bathroom. It was so strange. <laughs> was but every so time weird. I went to the bathroom, I opened that little window and I was like, hey babe. I know. It was weird. But yeah, so I turned 30. That was huge. I was, you know, leading up to it. I was going through a little bit of a 30-year-old crisis. I know. And then I just, you know, I just stopped caring. And I was Thank like, God whatever. we made it to the other side of that. Shut up. Those are some dark days. You're so dramatic. <laughs> it's not dramatic. It is dramatic. No, it's not. It was, I was like, I don't know if I can take this bitch to 30. You're stupid. I barely even talked to you about what I was feeling and thinking. I did a little bit, but not you really. You don't have to say it for me to pick up on it. I mean, I guess, but it didn't really, like, affect you. That's what you think. <laughs> so, yeah, that happened. What else did we do? Nothing. I don't remember. That's it. That was the that most was exciting that... thing so, in a year. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we went to Page, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> and Nicole turned 30. And that's it. And here this we are. This is 30, guys. <laughs> and here we are today. I can't remember because I lost my memory as soon as I turned 30. Yeah, that's part of it, too. I just. I thought you were making like a uh, notes of all the things that we did. I kind of like started it. Well, um, I can see what I have. I just see. I just looked at it before we started talking, and then. This is what I deal with every day now. 
I tell Nicole things and she oh. does not remember anything that I say to her. Okay. Okay. Now it's like it's the first time you're reading it. I can't believe I wrote this down. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but really, I just want to say really quick, in my notes, I did put Polish guys thought I was skinny. <laughs> it's not surprising. And I got to flex my two words, three words that I knew in Polish. <laughs> And then I had like texted my buddy and I was like, give me Polish words to say to impress these dudes at the bar because I want them to pay this whole tab. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> no, I paid uh, our tab. Okay. They paid for like the shots and okay. stuff, but yeah. I really think if we pushed a little harder, I could have gotten a sugar daddy. Yeah. For sure. I mean, we probably would have been set for the rest of the trip. No, they were leaving the next day. All right, fine. I take it back. Yeah. Not worth it. No. So, okay. A few weeks ago... Chaz and I wanted to try this new restaurant in Buford. Oh, God. <laughs> and, okay, so let me just, like, set the premises. So we went to a Gladiators game. Did you say premises? Yep. Like it's on the premises? Yep, it's on the premises. <laughs> okay. let, me set the, let me set the stage. And, no, we didn't go to a Gladiators game. We went to a lacrosse game. Yeah. My apologies. See, this fucking old brain is just yeah. not working. I mean, to be fair, they're in the same place. Yeah. So. And, you know, I don't know much about sports, so yeah. either or. So, while we were there, we were talking about going to a pizza place, okay? And, God, I'm so gassy, like yeah. burpy, not other. like. <laughs> but that, Oh, that's that, another that, story, that, too. But that does go into the story. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, so we had talked about going to get pizza. And when I think of a pizza place, my mind immediately goes to, like, Johnny's, where it's pizza, calzones, pasta, all sorts of stuff. Is this a pizza place? No. Oh. We were going to go to a pizza place. Yes. So, I, in my mind... And when we looked at the menu, we realized it was legitimately only pizza. Like they didn't have pastas and stuff. So then we yeah. decided not to go there. So, what but at place that was point, that? Twin Cities. Oh, that's what it yeah. was. Yeah. And so okay. I already kind of had my mindset on like, damn, like I really want pasta. Pasta. I really want pasta. And so we decided to go to this other place. Chaz, like, I want a burger, whatever you said you wanted. I don't remember. Nachos. I don't know. So we go to this place. Well, I didn't say that I wanted nachos. I decided to get nachos because that's what was on the menu. But I didn't have a. I wanted the pizza, and then that was. I was like, I don't really care. Yeah. I think I just wanted to watch football or whatever was on. There was nothing on. There was football on because we were it watching it. Oh yeah, it was. It was from the day before. So we go to this place, and it is a your typical sports bar. Don't get me wrong; it was a pretty cool place. It's a nice sports. It was bar. very nice, and I love. That it was so dedicated to veterans. I think that was really cool. They yeah. had veteran parking. There was like America spewed everywhere. Woo. Yeah. You know? So we go there and again, I wanted pasta. So I'm looking at the menu. I was like, oh my God, they have lasagna. <laughs> and, what, and what was the first thing I said to you when you said that? Babe, if you want lasagna, get <laughs> that lasagna. That is not. Nope. <laughs> you said lasagna at a sports bar is the best kind of lasagna. Better than Stouffer's. I think that if we are talking opposites, then yes, that is exactly what I said. It's opposite day. Yeah. What I actually said was, you couldn't pay me to eat lasagna from a sports bar. I was like, get wings or pizza, or I'm not pizza, get wings or a burger or nachos or sports bar food, not lasagna. You're like, no, nah, I'm going to get lasagna. Sounds impeccable yeah so i ordered my steaming hot plate of lasagna yeah, first of all big bowl of lasagna. it was huge it was not good 
Okay, so that was problem number one. Shocking that it didn't come out tasting like I thought there were Italians lasagna. in the kitchen for sure. <laughs> okay. I was like, where are all my Italian cooks at? Not here. Where was it their night off? It had to if be. If you don't have Italians on staff, don't offer fucking lasagna. Yeah, that's what the problem was. Yep. Okay. So anyways, I'm eating it. I'm like, this isn't very good. It was just, it was not good. And I was like, this freaking microwaved lasagna. Yeah. Stouffer's. That's probably, no, Sto- don't you talk about Stouffer's <laughs> like that. I've never had this issue with Stouffer's. So whatever. I eat maybe even half. Probably not even that much. And but granted, half was a lot because it was a hefty serving. Mm-hmm. So then we start going home and, oh, my God, my stomach started hurting so bad. Before we even really got out of, like, the area. Yeah. I was like, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that lasagna. Why didn't you warn me, babe? Yeah. (laughs) Actually did, which was mad at me for letting her eat the lasagna that I told her not to eat. You're supposed to protect me. You're supposed to take care of me. You're supposed to be there for me. Next time, I'm going to take your face and drive it into the lasagna. Eat it now. I mean, that's essentially what you did this time. That's not (laughs) what happened at all. The waitress walked up. He was like, she will get the lasagna. She has no choice. I don't care that it's in a sports bar. She's going to eat every last drop bite. Yeah. Stop hitting that microphone. You know, it's sensitive. I know. So whatever. My stomach. And I'm like, oh, my God. So the whole way home, I'm just like, oh, I feel like I'm going to die. I did feel I was getting kind of clammy. Whatever. So then we get home. We are watching a movie and I was, I told him, I was like, my stomach really hurts. And he was like, oh, do you have to poop? And I was like, no. Because we all know how Nicole feels about poop or talking about poop. And I was like, no, I don't. And he was like, okay. He's like crazy. Yeah, he is psycho. And so I lay back down and I'm. And I was like, I don't know. You did have lasagna at a sports bar. So are you sure? This isn't an I told you so moment. It's always an I told you so moment. Yeah, because you never fucking listen. And almost every time I have been right. And if you would have just listened, you'd be in a much better situation. Have some compassion for the person you love. I don't need compassion, okay? It's over now. You've made it through. So I can make all the the comments I want of I told you so. Because I told you so. Do you want to say it one more time? I told you so. Okay. That was unnecessary. That was a trick. (laughs) Yeah, well. Anyway, so... I'm like, I lay back down, I'm watching the show, and I'm like, no, like, I have to go to the bathroom. So I, I'm, I'm playing it in my head. What am I going to do? How am I going to tell Chaz I have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like texting my friends. Like, <laughs> were you? Yes. And they were like, just go to the bathroom. Yeah, you weirdo. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. So finally, I was like, okay, babe, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm going to go all the way into the basement. Like, watch TikTok. I'm going to turn up my TikTok. That's like, not what happened. But I was thinking it. Yeah, I was like, that's not the conversation that we had. But I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And you're like, okay. No, you, first of all, that is, no. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> no, because you're like, okay, babe, I need to talk to you about something. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what happened? What's wrong? You're like, I just, I really have to go to the bathroom. I was like, okay, so go. You're like, I just don't want to poop near you. I was like, go in the bathroom and shit where everyone else shits. <laughs> I needed to talk to you yeah, about it. It was, it was really hard for me. I know. So I went all the way to the basement. Like a normal person, I'd do that for you. And yeah, and I just, the whole time, I'm just low-key panicking. Like, he's disgusted with me. We did not have sex that night. I can tell you that. <laughs> this is exactly what I, and I told my friends that. I was like, we did not do it that night. Okay, Nicole, but why didn't we do it that night? It had nothing to do with you pooping. 
I don't know. I think it had everything to do with it. I think it. it was because you were sick and you didn't feel like it. I mean, that could be an option, but that was literally what not. happened. But I did feel better. I did feel much better. And I, you know, you we were crossed. disgusted with yourself and you didn't want to have sex. I was like, don't touch me. I'm disgusting. Just yeah. throw me away. Find someone new. Find I someone have, who doesn't poop. I have, I have, like, I mean. Oh, your camera turned off. Oh, gosh. Just press the button. Sorry, world. You can get to see my pretty face for You're a few fine. minutes. There you go. At least I'm watching and I saw that your camera turned off. But, yeah. So, we did cross that barrier. Um, you know. It, Bigger deal than a cold than it was to me. We're really not going to make a habit out of it. I mean, he remembers it. So, obviously. I remember it because it was so traumatic for you. I don't actually care. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, so everybody poops. I don't Lesson. Care. Moral of the story is find a boyfriend that won't let you eat lasagna at a sports bar. Or... Moral of the story is find a girlfriend who listens to you when you try to warn them about eating lasagna at a sports bar. Moral is find a boyfriend that doesn't lie about warning you about eating lasagna. <laughs> find a girlfriend who's going to get her ass beat on this podcast if she keeps lying to people about what actually happened. Roll the tapes. <laughs> yeah. I wish that I could. You're an idiot. You know damn well that I told you not to do it. You tell these people... Those three people had <laughs> told you not to do it. All right, fine. He did warn me, but it just, it, whatever. I just, I'm a risk taker. <laughs> you thought that you were going to be like on one of these food shows and you're going to discover some gem. Like this has, this place has the best lasagna. Who would have thought? And I told you that this was not going to be one of those situations. But and it wasn't. And you were right. Okay, fine. It's typically what happens. But yeah, that. That's another thing that happened in the last three months. Nicole gave herself food poison and mm -hmm. then had to poop in my house. <sighs> it's fine. <laughs> I mean, it happened. It's over. It'll You've never survived. happen again. I mean, just poop in the basement. It's not that big of a deal. That is the shit toilet. So let me... <laughs> let me just... I was talking to my friends about this the other day. Okay. I have progressed... Because why are you farting around me and I don't know it? No. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I have progressed because three years ago, I didn't shit anywhere but my house. If I was out in public, I don't care. I will wait till I get home. Yeah, you know, that's pretty unhealthy. Like that's not It's not even that I had to go and I just chose to hold it. Like I would feel it and be like, like nope, and then it would block. just go away. That, it, that's not how poop works. It doesn't it, it, go away. It's always worked like that for me. Unless it's like, you know, I have a really upset stomach or something. Yeah. But normally I just, I don't even have to go. But I have progressed because I'm so terrified about doing it here that I now will do it anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> so when I'm here for my five day stint. Yeah. You're like, like, I don't give a shit. Literally, I will poop wherever as long as it. Stops me from having to poop in this one spot. And at work, it's so funny because, like, I never used to do it at work. But now if I'm here for that, that like, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, like, I got to get it all out before I get here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's funny because we have our bathroom and then we have the patient bathroom. And, you know, no, none of us really want to use the patient bathroom. Like, there's a lot of people going in there. Yeah. Sick people. Pipe. Pipe. Sick people. <laughs> and, but whatever. So if I have to do it, I will go to the patient bathroom because my... Biggest fear is I'm I do it in the regular bathroom and, and one then of your there's some, catches you. Well, then I'm walking out and there's someone waiting. So my friends are always like, just Nicole, just 
go to the bathroom and the regular we all do it like and even if somebody walks in like oh my god like who cares yeah everyone's shit stinks except for mine <laughs> i know i know it's blasphemy so i i always go into the patient bathroom and it's it's crazy because you know when i go into the patient bathroom everybody knows what i'm doing like i'll start walking past the front desk they're like oh you gotta poop and i'm yeah. like yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> it's that time <laughs> Oh, it was it 2.30? Damn, right on time. <laughs> Nicole's poop hour. <laughs> they probably like make bets like what time yeah. she's going to walk out of the office today. They're like, oh, I don't know. She had a late lunch, so it's probably going to be a good 30 <laughs> minutes later than usual. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, then recently, um, I went to the patient bathroom and it was gross because people are discussing, you know, I'll, I'll review it on potty mouth next time. I was just going to say this poop conversation is brought to you by potty mouth. <laughs> yes. Which is the incredible new app that Chaz has built. You three listeners yeah, download it. Go download it. Well, if you have an iPhone, download it. Otherwise go to potty mouth Yes. Review those bathrooms so that we don't have to go to these nasty ones. Like <sighs> these atrocious bathrooms. But yeah. anyway, so I went to the patient bathroom. It was gross. Somebody pissed all over the floor. I'm not Disgusting. about to clean up somebody's pee. Yeah. That's beneath me. Get somebody else to do Unless it. Unless it's one of the dogs that run around the office. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right, fine. I'm just going to go to the employee bathroom. Fuck it, right? Fuck it. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Please tell me why when I got done, I wa- I opened the door and there's Can you somebody- stop hitting that chair, please? <laughs> Thank you. somebody standing right outside the door. A patient? No, one oh. of my coworkers. Yeah. See, when I do it in the patient bathroom, if a patient walks in right after me, I don't care. I'm never going to see you again. But these people I have to work with every day. Fair. And it's like, I don't want to be the talk of the clinic. Like, dang, Nicole blew up that bathroom. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I walked in after her once and I will never do it again. <laughs> right. And that's embarrassing. So what do you know? I open God the door. God forbid your shit stinks, you know? I open the door and she's like, oh, like, she was about to reach for the hand. I was like, I just pooped. <laughs> you just out at yourself and she's like what i was like oh my god this is why i don't do this like, you guys don't so... keep some spray in there or something there was but oh. to me spray just, yeah, it just smells, smells like, like poop and flowers yeah and poop so i was flowers. like oh don't go in there i'm so embarrassed and she was like i don't care and i was like so hold I'm your in, breath i'm in the office i go back to the office i didn't come out for the rest Sweating. of the day i just stayed in there i was like and then she came in and i was like <laughs> don't talk to me and then it blew over yeah because <laughs> no one cares i know i i know it's it's this weird complex that i have i don't understand it but one day i'll get past it maybe probably not probably not but it would be nice if you did like just you know grow the fuck up your daughter has no problem pooping anywhere i know she does do that a lot yeah she's <laughs> when i <laughs> When I picked her up yesterday and she farted. <laughs> you literally squeezed a fart out of her. We were playing on the couch and she was on top of me and I literally lifted her up like like on, an airplane. Like an airplane. And as soon as I got her in the air, fart. And she just <laughs> laughed and laughed. She's so she's fun. so gross. I know. She's <laughs> she's gross. Well then it was funny because <laughs> We were playing in this room last night and we were all just horsing around, tickling each other, whatever. And they were getting along and I was like, all right, enough, enough. But then they were both like, we're playing. So I was like, all right, I'm going to let this love of brother and sister yeah, play out. It's as long only going to last another five minutes max. So, you know, I'm over it. But I was like, I can endure this for a few more minutes since they're getting along. Yeah. Well, Julian let one rip. 
Audrey's over there. Ugh, ugh, <laughs> and I know she's like, get out. I'm done. Get out. I'm done. And I'm sitting there like, oh my God, Julian. And I was yeah, like, you ruined man it. Fart. <laughs> what did you eat? Like, it was bad. And she was like, I'm done. I'm done. And then look, 20- if, if you manage to tap Audrey out on a fart, that's how you know it's bad. I know. And then she's laying in bed and I'm scratching her back. And then 10 minutes later, she's like, it still smells like fart in here. And I was like, I think it's just this room now. It's just, it's embedded in the walls. Gross. But it was funny. God, kids are so gross. Kids are gross. It's just, well, whatever. What else do you have in your notes? I I guess I put this in my notes because you brought it up the other day and it's so random. But you were you were like have we ever told that on the podcast and i was like i don't know it was the time that i got super drunk at brunch and you had to pick my kids up for me oh yeah that is a good story i don't know if we told it or not it was one of the few times that we went to brunch yeah so we went to brunch yet again yet again somebody's buying shots oh is what i was trying to say is that what happened yes is that how you got so hammered was that the day that lesha was up there probably i think it was and you know I was, this is kind of relatively in the beginning of our relationship. It was. So I was kind of new to the group. So people were buying me shots and, you know, who drinks shots that early? Uh, Pharma people. That group of people. Yeah. What a life. (laughs) Anyway, so I'm like too, you know, pansy to say no. So I do. And I think that day I had a pitcher of mimosas as well. Yes. So I'm hammered. And this was back when Philip and I didn't have 50 50. Cool. Let's just keep name dropping. Is this like your first time? Baby daddy didn't have, we didn't have 50-50 yet. So, it's just like, you know, now I'm going to have to bleep it. Why? I didn't because say it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you already know why. So anyways, um, it was a Sunday. I had to pick the kids up and I just, I couldn't do it. And Chaz had to go pick them up for me because I was too sloshed. Yeah. It was, well, you do this thing when you drink and you try to pretend like you're not so drunk. And I was like, Nicole, it's so obvious how drunk you are. It's crazy that you think that you're fooling me. And you're like, it's fun. I can do it. I was like, we're going to take my car. I'm going to get your children. <laughs> you maniac. Yeah. Because don't tell me that I'm drunk. Okay. I'll yeah. let you know when I've had enough. I've had enough. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, I had to go. This was, I mean, this was pretty early on. I was not ready to go to your baby daddy's house to pick up your children <laughs> well and then when i got there he was like are you drunk and i was like are you drunk <laughs> what why do i it's look drunk like to you one in the afternoon on a sunday of course yeah, I'm not. no god what kind of trash do you think i am no we just were in chaz's car because he drove so that's why we're here <laughs> <laughs> what am i doing here again? yeah all <laughs> oh, these children right yeah oh yeah i got two of those yeah and uh, they sober you up pretty quick. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. But yeah, so that was good times, you know. At least that wasn't like the first time I met them. That would have been uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> we would have sobered up. Yeah. And I would have just gone by myself. <laughs> What's this we? I wasn't drunk. If I'm drunk, you're drunk. <laughs> okay. Okay. There's a huge difference between my alcohol tolerance and your alcohol non-tolerance. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. You're an alcoholic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you can blame the years in the military for that, but yes. Yeah, I don't, you know, I have my three, four max and I'm good to go. Three, four Bud Lights max. What is, what do you, what's the difference? Bud Lights are like 5%, maybe 5.5. Oh. Yeah. As opposed to what? As opposed to like 
almost any beer that I drink is like 7%, but oh. whiskey is... Oh, so you're saying that I'm a pansy. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Got it. It's like your alcohol consumption isn't a matter of drinks per se, but the alcohol by volume of set drinks. And you drink Bud Light, which is like, I think it's like five and a half percent alcohol. It's 2%. It's, that's not a thing. <laughs> It's actually Although, not alcoholic at all. I think in Colorado, I think it is something like that because of the elevation. And that was probably another reason why I got so drunk when in we Arizona? were in Arizona because yeah. of the elevation. Let's go with that. That was the reason. Yep. Yep. It wasn't. We made a lot of friends on that trip. Mm-hmm. Not friends that we still talk to, but friends for the it was day. A it was a friendly area, and yeah. I was a little nervous because of the comments I think your sister made about it being racist over there, so yeah. then I was getting kind of nervous. Which is crazy because there's so many Native Americans. <laughs> yeah, and I was I was like, and especially when we went to that Western bar, I was like, yeah. oh, no. This is like that brewery all over again. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. We, we have had a lot of brewery adventures. I mean, we've talked about it on one of our late yeah. last ones, but we have been to 10 or 11 now. I feel like it's been more than that, but all right. Well, it's been like 10 or 11. Okay. We'll count them after. But I yeah. believe you. Um, But, you know, some good, some okay. One super fucking racist. I thought that I wasn't going to make it out of there alive. Yeah. Although it had like all of the things that I love, but it was just, it was not, it's not a place for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was not a good one, but yeah, we've been to a lot. It's been fun. I like doing that with you. I like the ones we went to this past weekend just because we were in Atlanta and it was a really cute area of Atlanta. Yeah. So it was fun to walk around to find. It was a nice day, too. It was a nice day, and it was nice going on an adventure to find a brewery that does not exist. Yeah. <laughs> I, You know, Amy was saying that she she knew where it was, and I'm like, I don't think that you've ever been there because I don't think it's a real place. Yeah. Okay, because we walked up and down this block for 30 minutes Well, in and out of every building that it said it was near, and it was not there. Yeah, the maps did us dirty on that one. Yeah. Super dirty. I even used two different maps. I used Google Maps first and couldn't find it. Then I used Apple Maps, still couldn't find it. And then I got Google Maps back out, did like the little scan around, show you the direction, still couldn't find it. So I'm convinced that this brewery doesn't exist and they're just trying to set us up. I'm sorry. Am I boring you? Is it past your bedtime? Yeah, it's 740. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. Let's wrap this thing up so that Nicole can go to bed. <laughs> I'm 30 now. I need a full night's rest. You're such a pansy. <laughs> I'm not tired. I was just kidding. Okay. I can't help that I yawn. Yes, you can. It was funny because we were listening to one of our podcasts the other day and I was yawning during the podcast and yes. you said something about it. And right when I heard myself yawn on the podcast, you yawned I yawned life. in the car. Yeah. But you know what? They say yawns are contagious, so. For sure. Yeah. Definitely. But you didn't just yawn, so. I'm a very strong-willed person, so. Me too. Obviously not because you did yawn and I didn't. I don't know because I haven't listened to this podcast yet, but I think as of today, I have gotten better at saying like. I think you have too. It's hard to catch as you're talking because I don't pay that close attention to it. But when we're listening to the podcast, it's like nonstop. But it is it is in my brain since we started this episode to, to stop say it saying less. it so much. Yeah. And then when I listen to the Burt Show, I notice they don't ever say it. And well, they're professionals. It's a filler word. Yeah, I understand that it's a filler word, but they're also professionals. They've been doing this for years. I mean, I listened to that show when I first moved to Georgia. That was 2007, 2008. Yeah. So 
I would surely hope that um, they have dialed in on their craft. Plus, you know, that's what they do every day. That's how they make their money. Yeah. This is our Not hobby. us. Yeah. We do this for free. We still don't get ads. So, Anchor, step your game up or I'm leaving. <laughs> but I think, I think I'm going to do better with the like. Yeah. Because, like, not everything's, like, that funny. Like. Yeah. <laughs> what were we watching in someone? Oh, I think it was a TikTok. Probably a TikTok. I don't know. I've spent so much time on TikTok lately. Remember when we were like, oh, I don't know. TikTok seems kind of stupid. And now we're both addicted. Yeah. I got really hooked on Judge Judy. Oh, my God. This woman watches, like, 40 minutes of Judge Judy on TikTok. Okay. It's just so interesting. I just can't believe that you haven't seen these episodes. Chaz, do you know how many episodes of Judge Judy there probably are? She can't are? still be on air, though. She has a new show on Prime. That's a different... That's not called Judge Judy, though. I know, but she was on air for, I want to say, 20 years, 15, 20 years. And think about it. She was on every single day. I know, but it's like, it's the same story, different people. That's why I'm like, like how much of this can you actually watch? I you just, seem to be very invested in all of these people's lives, though. How many times are you going to yawn? No, it's just it won't go away. I should have brought my drink in here. But so you you you're scrolling on your for you page, you see one. You see the title of it. It sounds like it might be interesting like Dead Beat Baby Daddy da, 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 like or whatever. Isn't that all of them? No, there's so many. My favorite are the dog ones. Like the dog bit, the owner didn't oh, pay or or whatever. I thought you were like we're splitting custody of this dog. Oh, there's a lot of those yeah. too. And I don't watch those ones because I just think it's heinous how people fight over an animal. It's not a child. I mean, to some people it is a child. I guess, but if that's if that was a an animal that they had together for the duration of their relationship, then it is almost like a child between them. They both have attachments to this animal and neither one of them want to let it go. I think, oh my God. So I if think you it's, yawn one more time, I'm going to start beating you. <laughs> I think it's more of the episodes I've seen. I know that there's people out there that are fighting over their animals when they split up, whatever. But it seems to me the episodes that I've seen on Judge Judy is more of sh- the other person just wants it just to want it. Because, or just to be an asshole. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of times it ends up boiling down to who bought it. And that's the person that gets to keep it. That's fair. Yeah. Because a lot of times it's some sort of breed, full breed, purebred. Whatever. Yeah, they paid a lot of money yeah. for it. That's why they want to keep it mm-hmm. because they put so much money into Which the amount of money that people pay for dogs is insane to me. I paid $14 for my dog. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's. Well, because there's people that want purebred dogs and then there's people that want rescue dogs and when you get a rescue dog it's a lot cheaper because you're rescuing it but i wanted a dog like i wasn't like oh i need it to be this pure like who cares if it's a pure bet like what are you using this dog for why does it matter that it's like whether it's mixed or not the only thing that would matter is health issues that may come along with it but a lot of times those pure breeds are worse Oh, purebreds are always having health issues. That's what like, I'm especially saying. the little ones, they're breaking their bones all the time and hips and blech. So it's like I wouldn't I would probably pay maybe a hundred bucks for a dog. Now, you mentioned the other day when we were at that brewery that you I would, get, would a get a collie. Yeah. Now if you get a purebred collie, those can get kind of expensive. I don't too. need it to be a purebred collie. I just need it to look like a dog that I think is cute. 
and then I'm going to take it home with me. And then that was that was the first time you mentioned a dog that you would get that I was on board with. I was like, yeah, yeah. I would love a collie for sure. They're just that's so much hair. I know, but they're so beautiful. They and are. I, you know, I'm not a dog person, but I would definitely. S- says the girl who posts pictures of puppies every day. Okay. I can like touch puppies, but first of all, when they get big, I don't. Okay, for instance, their mom, we the clinic got her as a puppy. And when she was a puppy, I loved her. I don't touch her anymore. Like, she just, she's not cute anymore. She's grown up. Yeah. I don't care. Um, the puppies, there's just so many of them. And they're just so cute. And they're so soft. But, I mean, I was holding them. And, you know, I noticed that there was a little bit of poop on its tail. And I did not touch it anymore for the rest of the day. Yeah, that's kind of gross. Ew. That so dog's going to lick that later. I know. I just, I don't like dogs. But... A collie is a very pretty dog, and I don't know. I just I don't know if I'll ever love a dog as much as I would love a cat. I know for a fact that I would never love a cat. Period. <laughs> not as much as I love a dog. Just not love a cat at all. Cats just are. I mean, I I don't necessarily need to have a cat either. I just think animals are pointless. I mean, I wouldn't say pointless, but cats are pointless. I yeah. don't think cats are any less pointless than dogs. What can a cat do? At least a dog can, like, bite somebody. I guess. Well, that kind of creates a point now, doesn't it? I mean, if you have a dog that's like that, your dog would, but... Yeah. Your dog's also not nice to regular people. Yeah. So, it's it's like you're losing something. Yeah, but at the same time, like, you could have a dog just for, like, compassion. Like, dogs are far more affectionate than cats are. That's not true. Yeah. Cats... Cat. I mean, it depends on what kind of cat. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are cats that are assholes that don't want to be with you. But then you have the cats that are always curled up on your lap or they come sit with you and they purr with you. I mean, cats are very. I mean, I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. It just seems and like. And cats are way less work. They are less work. I'll give you that. And that's another reason I don't think I'd ever want a dog. I wouldn't want to commit to all that extra stuff like walking it and making sure you're home for yeah, it. That's, and... that's like a child. That's the, that's the problem is yeah. that like if you have to plan your schedule around like feeding your dog making sure your dog gets to go out there have been times where like we were out all day i'm like i gotta go home and let this dog out before we can go do anything else and like i'll never be the type of person that understands that because i just think that's so silly because with a kid i know some people treat their dogs like kids but with a kid it's a kid it's a human being like a dog i have to stop my day to go home and walk the damn dog that's just so stupid i mean your options are stop your day to go walk your dog or clean up dog shit later well, I mean, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying, to me, it's not worth having a dog. Agree to disagree. And then with a cat, I mean, they have a litter box. Yeah, because well, they're useless. Or you can put them outside for the day, and then when you get home, they'll come home. I mean, you could put a dog outside for the day, but I just wouldn't. Well, yeah, that's mean. Yeah. Putting a dog outside for the day is mean, but putting a cat outside because, for the day is because you feel more compassion for dogs. No, no. If a dog... If you had a fenced-in yard and your dog's not a digger and your dog's not going to run away and dig a hole and it's like a free-range yard, like you have a backyard, yeah. if it was a nice day out and you left Juno outside all day, who cares? Yeah. That's nice. As long as she has water. That's fine. I don't like when people leave their dogs all outside all day like and they're chained in chain. That is so yeah. mean. Don't have a dog. That's just it. I will, I will advocate for dogs. If you are not a true dog owner, don't have a dog. Yeah. Just like there's no point. I wish that that also applied to people who have children. You know, if you're not going to be a real parent, just don't have children. I know. (laughs) But it doesn't work that way. We don't get that say. Yeah, but you get a say in buying a dog. I know. So honestly, dogs are 
more hard done by than children. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> these people are choosing to buy them and not take care of them. People get knocked up on accident all the time. Yeah. Well, and now abortion. I was going to say, and now you can't even do anything about it. Yeah. You just have to have that baby. Yeah. Well, depending on the state that you live in, but yeah. Or you can drive over to the next state or maybe go up to Canada, go to Mexico, then end up on a documentary about how your organs were harvested. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nicole will watch it because she's trying to learn things. Yeah. All right. Um, I feel like we need to take notes for things to discuss on this podcast because I feel like we missed a lot of things. I had like topics in my mind that I never wrote down because I've been so crazy busy with work that I want because it had something to do with like the potential of us living together with all of these fucking children. There's a huge difference between one child and three children. Yeah, we, we already know that. Uh, it's, it's I mean, it's a lot. Um, and there was something else that I was going to talk about. I don't remember what it was. So I'm going to try to make some notes. Yeah. I mean, this was just getting back in the swing of things, you know? Yeah. So we're going to release an episode every two weeks. We're going to do it. We promise. Pinky promise. Yeah. Nicole promises. Um, you don't? I'll try my best. I mean, I've if work gets crazy busy, work gets crazy busy. I don't really know. I'm also going to be doing another podcast. So, you know, it's a lot. Yeah. One of these isn't going to get done every week <laughs> yeah, or every other week. Although, I don't know. I feel like if I stagger that one on opposite weeks, it might not be so bad. We'll see. It's a lot, though. You just have to show up and talk. You know, I got to maintain a website, update a website, do video, audio, all this lighting, new studio. It's a lot. Although, you did help in the new studio. I did. This beautifully painted wall. Mm-hmm. That trim's looking top notch yeah i mean there's some spots but yeah well um your taping was not good i know and so i I took the bottom and the top are pretty pretty spot on because i took all your tape off yeah but then i really really leaned on that tape on the side and it did not go well yeah i learned that these walls aren't exactly straight uh there was it was impossible to get the tape to line up yeah and so i i just i didn't have the desire to try to take the tape off the sides so the bottom and the top look pretty good but the sides are a little a little uneasy but that's why a lot of people don't like to tape because it's very hard to get that tape exactly precise and if you it's easier it's better to have a steady hand than to rely on tape i used to use those like edger things but it was way too thick of paint and then the tape peeled off the paint when i ripped it off so i had to touch up yeah because we didn't let it dry yeah, we were in a rush. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we had. That's to what get... I tried to tell you. I was like, we could just leave it. We had. And we you're were... like, it's dry. I was like, it's dry to touch, but it's not ready for. Well, I removed the tape when it was like purely wet. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, pretty sticky. Okay. Well, you did that to yourself then. But either way, I mean, the tape didn't do well. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. We have emails to go through. We're not gonna do it today, obviously, but we have that. Also, people, you know, the three of you that are still listening. Please send in emails. Mm-hmm. We're, we're running a little low on emails. We're going to have to resort to talking about TikToks. So, all right. I don't remember how I used to wrap this up. I love you, fans. That's not a thing. Thank that you for listening. That concludes another oh. <laughs> episode of the Trauma on Podcast, where your trauma is our collective journey and unhealthy coping. Thank you for listening. Goodbye, everyone. I remember you all in therapy. The Trauma Bond Podcast with Chaz and Nicole. 